You're listening to a lifestyle podcast with Lavoni and Sarah. Our goals to inspire good health and well-being, empowerment, beauty and joy, offering support and friendship as we share our journeys in the hopes it helps you. Hello, my friends, and thanks for tuning in to what was once the Waiting Room Podcast. I'm Lavoni, and together with my co-host, Sarah, we want to let you know our podcast has changed its name from the Waiting Room Podcast to simply Lavoni and Sarah. Now, along with the name change, we're doing some rebranding and developing a website, all very exciting, and we'd love you to come along on this adventure with us. The Waiting Room Podcast is a no-nonsense approach to losing weight and feeling better. Join me, Sarah Holton, and me, Lavoni Walker, as we talk frankly about our weight loss journeys, what works for us and what doesn't. Welcome to Episode 5, The Mindset of Routine. Today we're discussing the impact that positive habits and routine can have on our overall mindset, helping to pave the way for weight loss and better health. Um, But before we get started, let's check on last week's goals. Livoni, what was your goal and how do you think you've got on? My goal was to do the um, fake it till you make it thing, which might sound ridiculous to some, but I'm all about, you know, putting it out there into the universe. So if you say, I can't do something or I won't do something or something's too hard, then it will be like that. So I was (laughs) doing the opposite. And, you know, saying, I can do this, I've got this, sort of thinking like somebody that's lost weight and feels in control of their food and their exercise Mm -hmm. and just, you know, their overall health. So that was, you know, the way that I just had to keep reminding myself, you know, forming that habit and I still am going to keep doing it. So I did, um, I did do that, um, not every single second because, you know, you fall back into that old habit yeah, yeah. of, you know, it doesn't matter or panic because, oh, God, I just want to eat. Um, but just trying to chill about about that and just positive affirmations, I guess, um, even though that might sound a bit dicky, but um, it worked. Anyway, yeah. I lost exactly one kilo in doing that. So That's excellent. And yeah. you're, that means you're starting to really add up now. It's slowly. I can't notice it yet, but, you know, I will soon. So well, you will, yeah. I mean, not... everyone is just adding to it. So right, it's exactly. Slow and steady, right? Well, and what yeah. about you? Uh, mine was similar. So my goal was to live like the person that I want to become. So, again, sort of the fake it till you make it, but actually just be that person now and not wait until I've got to the point where I've completed my weight loss or completed the sort of the health change that I'm looking for. So, um, and it went really well, actually. Um, so I spent a lot of the time preparing what um, sort of food I was going to have, making a list of that, making decisions based on the fact that I'm already living that way. So no, I don't eat that or lots of that, those sorts of things. Um, I lost three pounds. So awesome. really, really chuffed with that. Um and I just felt a lot more in control, actually. So it's been a really successful week for me. I'm going to keep making sure I keep do that. That's good. Well, I find, you know, like to talk about routine, I think that if somebody is going to embark on a, a lifestyle change, which is what, you know, this is, losing weight, getting mm-hmm. healthy, has to be a lifestyle change, not something you're just going to do for a couple of months or a few months. Yeah. Um, but first of all, have a goal. And then have a plan and then set 
and I'm going to steal your words, Sarah, sorry, but then yeah. they have to set their intentions, which uh -huh, I think absolutely. is, you know, a, an awesome thing, but they can't just, you know, don't just go into it just hoping for the best, at least have no. some sort of a plan to then build on that. And, you know, little things don't say I'm going to go to the gym every day, you know, because and for an hour or whatever, um, just, you know, small things, whether it's going for a walk for 10 minutes or if they do like to go to the gym, you don't have to go and, you know, take on the world all in one go because then you're not yep. going to sustain it. So just set small achievable goals and then maybe you need to look at it, you know, a week or two weeks or three weeks down the, the track but um, and have a plan because – Otherwise yeah, and, just, and you know, drifting. For me, I think you know, you've got this goal, which for me is sort of quite a lofty thing. It's in front of me. It's a, it's a, it's a way off, which is why I always say, as you just um, said, then I, I set an intention. So my intention for the day, or my intention in that moment, whatever that might be, because the goal is something that I'm working towards, which is further off. But I need to have something between me now and where I'm working to then. So that's how my intentions actually work. Um, but I think the routine is just a it's a method of getting me or us to that end goal. So I think it's all about a stage. So exactly as you were saying, small little breakable chunks, which all add up to a bigger, a bigger success. But the routine is something that I have to start with to then actually then form a habit. So you can, you know, you could say, well, that's your routine. It is. But if it's something that I have to actively think about every single time I come to do it, it's going to be challenging. It's going to be something which is then becomes a bit wearing on you, isn't it? You just sort of think, oh, OK, I know my routine is to go and do this, but do I really want it to be? If you can make it something which is quite simple that you almost don't have to fight with yourself to go and do to start with that routine quickly becomes a habit which means you don't ever think about it and you've taken that burden I mean we've talked about before that constant dialogue in your head isn't it it's of going exhausting. oh I don't want to do it but I have to do and it and excuse, it's the excuse yeah anything that comes in between you and doing back it and forth and it just uses yeah. up so much energy and then you think well just go and bloody do it and then yeah. it's done and then, you know, if you've set the same time every day to do that, you know, I, I mean, I, I might not have a shower it. at the exact same time every day, but pretty much I have, you know, yeah, I do that. Or even, even if you have happens. to create, exactly, if you have to create flexibility in your day, right. even if you haven't had a shower first thing in the morning, you know you're going to have one today. Right. And you know you're going to brush your teeth and, you know, all of these things. So. Right. It will be exactly the same. So if something has to flex for whatever reason, because you've got to be out the door really early for work or, you know, a vet appointment for the dog or you know, anything can pop up, can't it? That means yeah. that your routine, if you look at it very regimented as a regimented routine, well, I always do it at this time. But if you class the routine as a habit of the fact that you do exercise every day. Right that's enough of a habit isn't it and yeah. now actually your routine would look that you probably try and do it at the same time every day because it makes it something you don't have to think about but um but if you if you allow yourself a bit of flexibility within that then you just know you're still going to do it today and it doesn't even have to be a battle in your head because it just happens it just every day you do it and you have to yeah. I mean, you have to build on that people can't expect yeah, to start this and then suddenly you know whammo it's going to happen no. because i think of a routine as um, like consistency, perseverance, those yeah. two things. That's what, you know, builds these good habits. And at the yeah, same yeah. time, 
you have to, with the bad habits, because we all have them, um, try and, you know, remove, I say that a lot of that is environmental. So try and remove any friction if you can. And, and I see for me, frictions being something like waking up in the morning and instead of getting out of bed, I might scroll through, you know, Instagram or Pinterest or something like that. And suddenly an hour's gone by and I think, well, God, I could have worked out in that time. Mm. But now I need to, you know, start my day and get into work, even though, I, you know, yeah. work for myself, work from home. Um, and so that, for me, that friction is to not do that, to just alarm goes off, turn it off, get up. My workout clothes are already there because I set them out the night before. Throw them on and go to it. Stops all yeah. the, the worry in the back and forth. My... Um, my, well, I'm, I shouldn't say hurdle and not look at it like this, but when I go on location to, to do food styling, mm-hmm. I um, get up even earlier and, you know, where I live is out in the country, so I'm nowhere near um, Indianapolis. So it takes me a while to get down there. And, you know, will I exercise first thing in the morning? I don't know. I know I'm not going to do it in the evening. So instead of doing my normal, I'm going to have to just tweak it a bit. And for those, like I've got a two-week photo shoot coming up next month. So in that time, just do something, whether it's 15, 20 minutes, at least I've done something. And I'm still maintaining that routine of working out every day. But but what you've just said there is is, it's your responsibility to do that. So like Mel, Mel Robbins said that no one's, I shared a reel earlier this week, no one's coming to save you. No one's going to come and do it for you. No one's going to make it easier for you. It, it, it's, it's down to you to do that, isn't it? And right. she's also then said is that, you know, you try to make the least resistance between you and what you want to do. So laying, you know, she's talked about laying her workout clothes out on, you know, on the bedroom floor so that it's there ready in the morning. Right. Five, four, three, two, one, don't think, just go and, do it. and do it. Um, because there's, there's no one else is going to make this this goal for you any more achievable than yourself you're going to have to just get on and do it and you know you've described before about the fact that part of um making these things sort of putting the least resistances away is things like moving the cookies off the you know having a jar of cookies in the kitchen it's just not possible for you at the moment because obviously then they're just shouting at you and then eat it all and all that sort of thing for me too it'd be and now i'm getting back into control a bit easier but it would be for me too but I don't want to end up living my life like that all of the time. No. I, I don't. I want to get to a place where I don't feel like I'm doing the walk of shame, leaving the kitchen because I've eaten a cookie. Right. You it's can just, just walk you know, past them and it doesn't matter. Or if yeah. you do have one, it's a controlled thing. You've made a choice. You're going to sit down, make you can a have coffee one. or a cup of tea uh, and absolutely. have one or two and enjoy them. And yeah, not feel you know, guilty nice about it. be enjoyed for goodness sake. But right. what it is is about having the control within those decision-making moments of saying two is enough, one is enough, I'm going to enjoy a coffee. But actually, I think also there's a little trick in there of actually making time for yourself to allow yourself to enjoy these things. Because don't you think, if you eat a whole packet of biscuits or cookies, truthfully, do you enjoy every one of them? I don't. They're just just going down. And it's almost like the last five, I had to rush to get them down. So I'm like, oh, I'll just get the packet finished. Right, right. And then I don't have to worry about it. Because then it's yeah, all then, gone. 
Well, actually, almost, and it's this weird, you know, compulsive thing of just getting them all done. It was only really the first one, maybe two, that I actually enjoyed. Right. So it's tapping into those, being aware of those things. And maybe that's part of a routine as well, of just listening to yourself a bit more. So we can see routines as very much things which we could map out for a day or map out for your work schedule and things like that. But maybe it's not. Maybe it's triggers and things, the routine of making sure that we're aware and listen to ourselves you know it's 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 again another mindfulness situation isn't it you just sort of think okay my habit which has come from the routine of being forceful of thinking right sarah think about it do you want this are you enjoying it How you know all you of those sort of things will then become a habit of then me automatically thinking you know what i really enjoyed one but i know i'm not going to enjoy four right. because it's just sort of gone too far so it's a it's a um like a muscle memory isn't it a yeah. mind muscle memory yeah. and then it will become habit and then it will be just the way that we live which means that we'll be able to have one or two and understand that having six won't be enjoyable no. so it won't be something that we do so the routine that we'll have to set up to begin that will be to make it a really conscious maybe even saying it out loud situation right. of saying you know that you don't enjoy it past two you're just shoving them in, yeah. you know, actually have that sort of outspoken routine to myself, then that will become a, an unspoken habit. And then that will just be the way that I live because I don't want to not be able to enjoy biscuits or chocolate or whatever or it is. A cake if you go to someone's birthday. Yeah. Um, yeah. The same sort of thing, what I um, do, and I do this with exercise, I focus on how good I feel afterwards. Mm -hmm. And so – for me, if I feel like just, you know, eating something that I know is not going to help, is this, this is a question that everybody could ask themselves, is this going to help? You know, is it going to be nutritious for my body? Yeah. Uh, is it going to help how I feel about myself? Am I going to feel guilty afterwards? I mean, I know, yeah, we want to get to a place where we don't have to think like that. No. If you can just have one or two, but if you feel like you're, oh my God, I'm on that verge of, you know, binging, mm -hmm. then, you know, there's some things to say to yourself because that's what, another thing I focus on is how shitty I feel if I just let myself go on like some sort of crazy eater thought well, i think I, it's 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 not real i'm sure but i almost feel like i can feel like the poisoning happening in my body right, you know you sort of think right. oh i can feel all of that sugar starting to swarm around probably not but well, it's just well, we talk about how our fingers you feel. get sore you know your hands get yeah yeah joints sore. my feet if, swell and yeah, yeah all of that you know that's your body just saying i don't like what you've done to me but that then affects your, you know, your state of mind as well, because you feel more unattractive. Right. You feel more creaky. You feel almost like you've harmed yourself yep. intentionally. And then you just, you know, and then that's a, that gives yourself a hard time about that. And then you feel yep. like you've fallen off the wagon. And But I guess that's where routine can kick in. So we're talking about routine becoming habit. So realistically, there's going to be times probably where we break the habit. So whether, you know, whether it's because we have overindulged in certain things for even like, let's, have, let's talk about Christmas time, you know, Christmas time, everyone is likely to have a it's lot like more sugary food, go for it. But the, the, the point is that come January, you've got the ability to go, I really enjoyed those two weeks, whatever it might be. Okay, back back to it but I've broken the habit so what I'm going to have to do is refocus on my routine again so my routine is this tool which helps me 
engage the habit which you know so I think that's the thing isn't it well let's use a routine let's create one that works for you like you were saying there's no point setting up this you know all-encompassing amazing routine right. that you see somewhere else on Instagram having when you know full well there's no work. way that that's going to work yeah. in your day or you hate it or you haven't got time for it. it's just not it's just not a waste, you know feasible it's a waste of time um so for me anyway that's what a routine does it it starts something off to become a habit which means that I don't have to think about it and then the natural feeling of feeling good of because I've done you know how I feel after I've done exercise or even the feeling of being in control I love feeling like it I love feeling like you know what I've chosen lovely food I've got my food prep my meal preps done you know batch cooked in the freezer I love that organized right. feeling and it almost my body feels a lot more confident because of it. it yeah I think so because I just feel a lot more sort of sassy and happy yeah, yeah yeah that's just better about myself and that's all come from preparation routine right and yes eating good food but I, I don't think it's so much the food even I think it's the whole process of feeling I'm in control, in control. of what I'm doing I think one of my, well, I, I don't think, I know, one of my downfalls in the past is when I am in a good routine and, you know, I, I get off track with it, which is yeah. fine. It happens. It's called life, right? But then, yeah. you you know, you were talking about Christmas, and I know a lot of people do this. They say, I'm going to start on my healthy eating plan or my, you know, healthy yeah. diet or whatever you want to call it, um, New Year's Day or after my birthday, or in a week yeah. from now. But I think what then happens, happens to me, I know other people do this, it's like a bloody free-for-all where you think, yeah. well, I am just going to not exercise and eat whatever I want, whether it be good for me or not, because I'm going to start this in a week. And then yeah. comes a week's time or however long, and you start it and you falter, <clears throat> excuse me, and now you've put on more weight because you yeah. have that. So I think that if people do start into a routine and something happens, you know, maybe a loved one, God forbid, ends up in hospital or, you know, you've got to work away, you've got to travel or whatever, mm -hmm. um, just start it right now. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that. I'm going to start it. Don't prolong it. Just yeah. start right now, whatever that looks at looks like, whether it's going for a 10-minute walk whether it's, you know, making yourself a healthy sandwich or a little salad or whatever, but start right now. That's that's what I'm learning to do. If I uh -huh. think, oh, God, I've only I think it's again. interesting as well, isn't it? Because I think that I'm just, as I was listening to you then, I was just thinking, you know, the thing with a routine and when you're in control and everything is that maybe you do make some decisions that perhaps we're going to have a takeaway tonight or whatever that might be. But I think it's having the awareness of when you're saying starting right now, it's also included in this is going, you can't do that every night though. In, I know that sounds right. really obvious, but all of a sudden go, well, I've made that choice because that's okay. That's just once. But what happens if just once turns into four times in a week, right. you're just not going to make progress. So there are going to be times when you're going to have to make difficult decisions. You know, it's much as you can think I've got to create balance particularly while we're in this phase of trying to get it shifted it will be different potentially afterwards but still you don't want to start gaining weight no. start now so if you're making these decisions think okay I am willing to give myself a treat in the week but I'm going to have to forego it for the other four you know five 
six nights because actually if you keep doing it you're going to undo all of the work that you've done so it's that starting now making those decisions that you might not want to do with the flexibility that every now and then you can add things in but just be careful that those adding things in don't start to overtake everything else which is you know another thing where planning comes into place and Sarah teases me about how early in the week (laughs) I get planned for the following week but um, in my defense seeing I cook for a living I I kind of have to do that but I just I'm very organized and I like to to get that I can believe it it's a Wednesday Well, I know sometimes I do it on Tuesday. It just happens. Yeah, so Tuesday for the following week because Mm -hmm. I know, okay, recipes are tested for my website, so I know what I've got to to buy there, ones that I want to test for, you know, upcoming posts, and then whatever it is that I'm working on, which is currently a Mexican cookbook that has 100 recipes, but it feels like it's got about 600 at the moment. I have 25, 25 more to go. I just um, got those yesterday. So, yeah, looking forward to getting that finished. But um, but for me, it's planning. So, um, you know, I know what I'm going to make. I even write it mm-hmm. in my book. Um, I've got the stuff on hand. And granted, where we live, I can't just, you know, pop to a restaurant or call no. DoorDash or one of those, you know, things. Or So um, there's that in my favour. But um, it stops me just, you know, maybe throwing a bit of toast down yeah. and some, you know, butter or whatever to have something nutritious because I've got it planned out. And I've found working with people that that's their, often their biggest peeve, if for want of a better word. They say they don't like cooking, but really they don't mind it. It's more the planning and having to think about yeah. it and having yeah. the conversation with either your kids or your partner of, what do you want for dinner tonight? I don't know being the usual, or I don't care being the usual cop out. And so then it's up to you to make the decision. Whereas if you have some idea, some sort of a plan, and then that, that becomes routine too. It can be kind of fun. I actually really quite like to do, to do that. In lockdown I did um, because of having to do online sort of food grocery shopping and everything I did do a whole meal plan for the whole week and then I got out of the habit of it because we got back into normal life and everything but this week I have um, I did do a bigger shop so I didn't actually write down every single night what we were going to have but I had meals planned that were available for me to dip in and out of including I knew I had some of the meals in the freezer that I'd batch cooked so that's really really handy and then what I've been doing which works really well because I have a rough idea of how many calories in a day that I want to eat not down to the last one but a you know a really good idea so I can keep an eye on it I start with my evening meal plan first So I know that I've got a really nice evening meal to look forward to. I know what I'm going to have. I know what calories I've got left for the rest of the day. And then I can plan in snacks and when I'm going to have it. And for me, I've been having breakfast a bit later at the moment because that's been working for me. So I've been having my breakfast at about half past 10, um, have my lunch at about half past two. I plan in a snack between four and five because I don't know about you, but that's my danger time. because I'm so starving. I could eat the entire contents of the kitchen normally by about then and, and you're like anything so I make sure I've got something planned to eat between four and five o'clock um, and then my evening meal is already done and dusted because I know how many calories and what I'm going to have for that and whether or that is getting you know the portion out of the freezer or I've already done the, the shop at um, the supermarket for the whole week so 
that's worked really well for me and I think it takes away again another thing that takes away the thinking I don't have to then stand there and think oh god I can't be bothered should we just get takeaway or I can't be bothered let's just have any old thing that's quick so just have pasta too many nights a week you know it's you don't want you taking away the resistance by having it planned having the ingredients there potentially already having it cooked and knowing that my day is planned out so that I know that I've always got something to eat without me having to then reach for a cereal bar or, you know, whatever it might be that's full of sugar. That's what's been working for me. And it is planful and it is a routine. And I, but I just, you know, it just works. In the morning, I write down what my evening meal is going to be and then I work backwards. And then I know that I've got that comfort if I never have to feel like I'm going to be hungry. Right. Well, and it's like um, journaling, say, you know, you can, yeah. people, you know, some people journal and it's something that I would like to do because I think mentally it would help me. Yeah. Currently everything that I write down in, in, you know, a diary day planner is all about work, but I think just to, you know, get those thoughts out, but I think 15 minutes it would take yeah. to sit down and plan your weekly meals. And then, yeah. or, you know, look for some recipes on the web. And now some people might go, oh, I don't have time to do that. But I think, well, you have time to sit and scroll on your phone. So why not invest 15 minutes? Well, that's exactly that. As I say, say that, it's, it's an investment, isn't it? It's, it's a bit investment. of, you know, self-care, really. Right. Um, and if you and want actually, to do this and get healthy, yeah, that's exactly you what I was need say. to do things like that. You need. Do you to... want to do it or do you not? Right. And actually, you know, do you want to feel better? Do we want to be on this journey of, of being healthier and losing weight because for me I'm going to have to lose it so that my body moves better right you know it's not just a case of accepting who I am I need to make a physical difference so that I can move easier it's as simple feel as that really vibrant. yeah no, yeah absolutely like um and so unfortunately I'm not going to just wake up tomorrow and it's going to be done I'm right. going to have to put some effort in and actually nothing in life happens without a bit of action does it no nope. you know whether it's work whether it's relationships whether it's your health you know you need action to make something happen right and actually there's going to be people that are quite happy or content just to be who they are because they don't want to put the action in or the work in that's going to be involved fine but if I want to be different I'm going to have you know within myself right. I'm going to have to put the action in I do it in my business I do it in my work you know you you, you understand that you've got to keep plugging away and doing right. that it doesn't and that's happen on consistent. its own it comes back yeah. to that whole consistency because yeah. I mean I was consistently not exercising and yes overeating, exactly and yeah, that yeah. got me to this this point it didn't mean I was eating shit food but it meant that I was consistently overeating. So I need consistently, to consistently not mindful about it. Right. Yeah, exactly. So now I need to consistently work out and mm -hmm. I need to consistently exercise whatever yeah. that looks like. And I actually don't mind exercising. And now I have, you know, new knees that makes a really big difference because before I used to try and find some things that I could do. Swimming was my one thing, but you know, I live here in the Midwest in the U S and, you know, you can only swim so many months a year. Yeah. So I don't have that I, I, excuse, I guess. Having shit knees isn't really an excuse, but it, but it, you know, it was, it was a reason. It was yeah. a fact. But I don't have that anymore. They're great. Um, you know, I'm a year out from my second surgery and it's made a big difference. So, you know, and that was a lot I went through, as you know, with your hip replacement yeah. of, of having those two surgeries and, anybody that's listening to this 
if they've had a knee replacement, they know what a horrendous thing it is and a, such a big, you know, yeah. recovery time. Um, so I don't want to waste that. I want no. to you know, just get on with it. I don't want to waste life, you know, feeling. Well, that you could have, you could have just not done it. You could right, have not gone through right. all of that and still been if you're still just going to be in the same situation. Right. So you you know, and and actually, how fortunate are we to have been in a situation where to we have got them done? You know, there's so that. many people that are living without being able to I do know, it, right? And then yeah. it's just genuinely wasteful to then not do something about it. Right. And, and even even if somebody is in pain and has trouble moving, I think still they can still maybe they feel like, oh, okay, you two don't know what you're talking about because I can't you know, move how I want to move. Yeah. But they can still then look at their diet. Or what I did was I went on um, line and looked at exercises that I could do in a, in a chair. Just I was something. just about to say that. I've seen loads of that recently. Right. It's actual sort of just moving from the chair and just yeah. – it does make a big difference right. and actually it really alleviates a lot of aches and pains moving um yeah it's weird isn't it the more you start to move the less you hurt they used to tell me at rehab that um you know when i would go for physical therapy after my surgeries that um motion is lotion so yeah. your joints need that i mean you know what it's like if you've been sitting too long and you go to get up you're like, oh, yeah you know, ow. <laughs> <About 90. laughs> I mean, you know, that's just come with age, but uh, still, it makes a really big difference. I know when I'm being busying about the house, I don't have any of that. If I sit for too mm -hmm. long, then, then you know, that's what happens. So, but, you know, there's always something, you know, people have to get creative. It's it's also a case yeah. of, um, you know, not having the, um, the money necessarily to, yeah. you know, I'm not suggesting anybody go and buy you know we've bought some exercise equipment over time over the space of a year but it doesn't cost anything to go for a walk mind you if someone's yep. debilitated and they can't do that then you know just something just move something whether you're sitting down doing it but it's also well, your own body weight is enough you know your right. own body weight right just... Yeah. You know, you don't have to buy expensive weights and things, no. you know, effectively now, obviously there was a time where um, I tried to do yoga, but it's very difficult. It's still not easy for me now because I still need my left hip replaced and the, the right one is right. still very new. But, you know, just moving and things like that does you the world of good. Some it really does. So, yeah. But stretching. Even, and you know, People say, um, you know, like food, eating healthy is expensive, but it, de it doesn't have to be, you know, things no. like, um, you know, black beans, you can buy a can of beans for a dollar that can uh -huh. do, you know, a few meals and, you well, know, frozen, veggies, frozen vegetables frozen are always veggies and a frozen, lot more reasonable. Yeah. yeah. Frozen fruit, uh, you know, is definitely, I think the way to go, especially when you live in places where the climate is, you know, yeah. you get plunged into snow and, and well below freezing temperatures. There's absolutely nothing wrong with frozen um, no. products and the when I say products I mean fruit and veggies and the nice thing about those is too that they're picked at their premium it's not like they've yeah. sat around in a store no. for ages so don't you know people shouldn't turn their nose up at that and they make great soups I mean you can't expect yeah. to, to have them all fresh and crispy you know like broccoli but the broccoli makes really good yeah. soup and I just um, whiz it up with some beans you know like white beans cannellini beans which oh, okay. gives it that nice creamy consistency. Yeah. Yeah. So you're getting lots of fiber, lots of vitamins. 
lots of good slow release carbohydrates in your diet so it's you know it's doing things like that and making them habitual but you know we keep and it's like we said the other week about making and also the you know the preparation of the batch cooking cooking. yeah yeah you know and that and then you can um make your money spread further because actually when you do then do a bit more of a bulk buy and a bulk cook you know your your ingredients do spread further and that's part of a routine isn't it maybe you set every once a month just to do a you know a day of cooking and get all of this done whatever works for you yeah it's amazing what you can do in two hours even you know Uh like a, a, a bolognese sauce you can throw some extra veggies into it some yep. carrots mushrooms even if that they're not in a bolognese sauce if you know t- to get more veggies in your diet yep. that's a great way of doing it and it freezes beautifully and you yeah. can put that in a pie you can put it over pasta even over rice whatever you know yep. um have it on toast fill a potato with it um yeah, you know just with a bit of cheese something like that and that's not expensive no so, you know, there's little things that, that can be done, but it's just that whole consistency and making small changes. I think anybody that, um, you know, maybe isn't a great veggie eater, they don't particularly like veggies. So to say, okay, I'm going to start this habit, this routine of eating healthy, uh, mm. to, to think that they're suddenly going to go and consume. A bit daunting. Yeah. five servings of veggies a day and have a big salad or whatever but just to even say okay i'm going to include one extra vegetable in my day and start mm-hmm. small like that it's like the 10 minute walk or a five yeah. minute walk and i you know i think i've shared this story with you before um i heard it on a podcast and i think it was from the uk where this man was like me morbidly obese i'll get it out um And to the point where, you know, go to the doctor. I mean, if people are starting things, they should go and get checked out by by their doctor anyway. But um, he's, he got a trainer, he got somebody to help him. And all he, all they used to do was drive to the gym. The man didn't work out. They did this for, I can't remember the exact period of time. It was for several weeks. They did this. They just drove to the gym. He didn't do anything and then he'd go and he'd do 10 minutes or five minutes and 10 minutes and then build on that but what this trainer was trying to do was get into the habit of going so that you know that was the thing so you get into the habit of putting your your workout clothes on and going to the gym and I thought that you know I mean really I guess you could think and think oh that's dumb but no, I, I mean, really, it was it was good. And in, uh, you know, during that time, the man was, you know, eating better and starting yes. to lose weight because that is, you know, eating right is the fundamental of yeah. getting healthy. Um, and so, yeah, and he started a little bit, little bit, and then it just became a habit and that's what he did. And I thought, oh, I that's think, kind of a cool story. I'm not sure if it's true it doesn't. Not. It doesn't have to be this perfect you know painting this massive picture going well I'm never going to achieve that or it's too big um you know as we said at the beginning of this conversation tiny tiny little steps are genuinely enough because they will add up as long as you keep adding to them you know not that you could expect to only do a two minute walk every day and it's going to make massive difference but start with two minutes and it genuinely will be the start you know the hardest thing is starting anything isn't it because you just think because you think finding the motivation you, you overthink it don't you 
yeah you overthink it to the point where you almost talk yourself out of it and that's what yeah. i said if people you know are in a routine and something happens and they get out of it to start it back up don't put a, a date when you're going to start it back up just start it right just now. do it now yeah do it wait the whole day off it doesn't exactly. matter whether it's the bloody middle of the day or whatever just start you know from then you know and I think that makes a difference. It certainly makes a difference to, to me because there is, like you know, we keep saying, there is no fast track way. I heard um, Oprah in an interview when she lost a lot of weight because her weights, you know, fluctuated. Yeah. And she said people were saying, and she, she says she lost all this weight. She's looking amazing. And people were like, well, it's easy for you. You have a personal trainer and, and a chef and, you know, pe people to help you. And, yeah, I'm sure that's much easier that, you know, someone comes yeah. and gets you out of bed or cooks your food for you. But she said at the end of the day, it was still up to her to do the work, yeah. to put the work in, to eat the healthier food, to move her body. It wasn't up Not to anybody else. <laughs> it didn't Don't matter yeah. how much she was paying people. It yeah. was, it's like, and it's back to what Mel Robbins said. Nobody's coming. Nobody's coming to save you. Nobody's no. coming to, to do this for you. You're on, you're on your own. You might have a support network, but they can't do it for you. They can bolster you. Yeah, well, you know, you're doing great, but you can't, one, expect that or two, rely on it. So It's a mindset, it's isn't a it? It's your mindset. own mindset. Yeah. It's your own mindset towards creating routine. It's your own mindset to making sure that that routine becomes a habit. It's your own mindset to say that habit just becomes an everyday for you. But if you do fall off that in some way to as you just say to start again right away you know if you then have to revisit your routine revisit the routine and go right I'm gonna what was my routine let's get back to that so that will then enable me to be make this habit again it's just making that straight away rather than writing off a week a month a year right because it's so easy to do and just keep remembering those three words consistency perseverance and determination because they mm -hmm. will get you where you want to be every yeah. time they certainly will so um, goals for this coming week. What are yours, Sarah? Mine's going to be making a, um, a dedicated time for some exercise. So up until now, I've been sort of picking and choosing and, and just doing bits and pieces that fit. But I, I really remembered um, during lockdown, I did exercise bike at five o'clock every day. And then I did some sort of exercises on the mat on the floor and I felt really good really good and it made such a difference to me and I was reflecting on that only this week thinking why am I not doing that again right you know it's, it seems so simple I was like well it worked really well I felt good why did I stop doing it and why am I not doing it now so that's my goal for this week I'm gonna make a dedicated time and try and stick to that time but if it's not that time it's fine I can right. flex it but make sure I do it every day and just see how I feel at the end of it Mine is going to be the uh, same sort of thing. It's just the exercising at the same time because I'm working from home this coming week. So I know what my schedule is right yeah. now. Some things might change that. But for right now, it's going to be working out at the same time every day. And for me, that's early in the morning, uh, okay. which just suits me better because the afternoons, my husband comes home and he works out. And so he then takes up out. I like working out by myself, um, yeah. you know, in the in our workout room without yeah. him in there. And I think he's the same. I mean, we both do our own thing. And, you know, yeah. I play when I'm on my bike. I have a game. 
um, on my um, tablet, my iPad. I play that and the time goes really fast. Or I yeah. listen to a podcast. People could be listening to us. Absolutely. Um, listen to a podcast or watch something, you know, have a telly yeah. or your screen or something. Watch it on your phone. Um, just to, you know, that, that helps the, the time sort of speed yeah. by, I think. So um, my goal is exercising every day and I'll change that up a little bit. But, you know, with the cardio and strength, I'm doing um, both because I really like doing the, the strength training. Uh-huh. I don't mind the cardio too, but I particularly like strength training. Yeah. And, you know, as you get older, it's uh, super important. Very good for your bones, yeah. So um, for next week, what are we chatting about? Uh, next week, we're going to be talking about the impact of um, decluttering and what it can do for your state of mind and your overall health goals. Um, we can share what we're going to be doing to what we are doing about our own spaces. I'm really looking forward to that one because I I think that I'm very organised. I try to be. Oh, you have a dream home with regards to how tidy and organised it is. <laughs> Well, that's, just... that's well. I'll share how I keep it like that. Granted, I don't have any children, but there's something that that I learned a long time ago that I'll share on on okay. next week's podcast. It's something so simple, but it works. Um, okay. So don't forget to follow us on Instagram, the Waiting Room Podcast, and to subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform so you don't miss an episode. Thanks for listening. And we'll catch you next time. Toodles. See you next time. Bye.